0: sure I'm pulling them
1: off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card.
2: South Carolina and all the ships at sea how are you today producer Ramona
0: <laughs> I'm doing great how are you doing today
2: yeah you know today yeah. has been a rough day to be honest rough for day, a, I know. yeah a whole assortment of reasons that uh I'm not going to go into on air but Everybody has issues. Uh, and, then, uh, and then and then then there know, was
3: that issue yeah, just then.
2: Well, yeah, I lost the glasses somewhere between the uh, vehicle. You know, again, if they're not tethered to you, somewhere between <laughs> you need the... You those right, things. I mean, you know, if you probably track the way I go from my vehicle in here, you probably find like five pairs of glasses somewhere. Probably. Somewhere. <laughs> He probably along with the line. So I I uh, I had to uh, uh, scrounge around the bottom of the bag just now, and I found uh, I found these. I don't know what the hell these are. These are tiny little glasses.
0: They're small. <laughs> yeah,
2: they these look like they're from like the 1920s or something, but they're not. Uh, are they? I, are I, they the right? Yeah.
0: yeah okay. Yeah, well, they there seem you go.
2: like yeah, they seem like they're the right strength on uh, on on first view. <laughs> uh, but you know the the dilemma is I couldn't really tell you because I would need glasses to be able to check. To see oh, I uh, no. you know. <laughs> Here we go, sound like old people again. Well, you but know. Still. Hey, listen. You, hey, you know, wh- once the the uh, the close up vision, you, you just goes, and that's like you know for for yes. a lot of people like plus, forty.
0: When you read all this stuff all the time and have to look at all this stuff that we do. So.
2: Yeah, and and so uh, so there's that. Uh, Clemson basketball with an enormous victory against Miami. Quack and I were talking during the break. See, I'm not afraid of Miami. I'm not. Give me me Miami all day. I'll play them all day. In part because uh, I think if Nigel Pack has a knee injury right now, that knee injury is not getting any better the rest of the year. If he has a knee injury right now, he's basically toast for the rest of the year. And they don't have the luxury of resting him because they're on the outside looking into all of it. So if he's good enough to go, they have to play him. And therefore, that knee injury is not getting any better. I'll play Miami anytime. Give me Miami. Because Clemson played Miami with the team being sick. The team was sick. All right? I, I can assure you with 100% certainty that the, the team was sick. P.J. Hall was sick. And I, all I'm going to tell you is this, okay? I'm just going to tell you this. It was nothing any of those players did wrong. They did absolutely nothing wrong to bring this particular sickness on themselves. Um, and it had nothing to do with them. Had nothing to do with them. And it is not anything that you could ever think of. I'm not saying any more than that. It, 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 it would, It's almost like too unbelievable to even consider. It's something you would never even think of. So uh, they were ill. P.J. Hall was, you know, look, Miami did a really good job. Miami's game plan was to sag around P.J. Hall and not let the ball in. And, and that would have been the case even if P.J. had been 100% well. But the fact that he wasn't limited his movement. That's just the, the reality. And it limited his effectiveness. And so Clemson had to find a different way to win. They had to find a different way to win. And they did so. They shot the ball better. They took advantage of the fact that Miami was sagging on P.J. And they had some open looks, and they made him. Chase Hunter played uh, tremendous basketball. Um, He really played well in the second half. I thought he was terrific. He hit major, major shots that were key to the victory uh, without without question. Um, And so kudos to Chase. I think Chase has really upped his game all, all the way around recently. I think he has upped his game. You know, I, I've been sort of begging for Chase to be more active, more involved, more uh, increase the scrappiness factor, you know, get in the mix for rebounds, that kind of thing. He's doing those things. He's playing better defense. He's more engaged in the rebounding, he's more engaged activity wise. And now he's starting to see the ball going. And, you know, and again, he's been a guy uh, who gets to the line. And converts every time he gets to the line too, so I think that there were a lot of good signs on on that regard. In that regard, I should say, and um, and I, I liked a lot of what I saw last night. A lot of things that we talked about had to happen yesterday for Clemson to win happened. You know, I predicted a thirteen point Clemson win. I had an 82 to 69. It it almost got there. It, it, I thought it sort of bogged down for a while, and I didn't think it might. I was starting to think, well, this isn't going to get anywhere near that. And it was a close game for for much of it. Clemson trailed for uh, a good bit of it, but um, but ultimately uh, the Tigers won by uh, 17. So it was right in that right in that area. So uh, you know, again, we talked about this Look, from Clemson perspective. I don't fear anybody. Just to be clear. I don't fear anybody. There's there's nobody I don't want to play. Uh, now, you know, I mean, there are some games that I don't know much about. Like, for example, uh, when, when Clemson played Boston College, they didn't have Quentin Post. And Post gave Clemson all sorts of issues last year. So I don't really want to play them only because I haven't seen that this year when Post is in the lineup. Uh, Texter said Omir is the real deal. Of course he is. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you think back in in sort of the last 25 years of college basketball, you know, he's a little Larry Johnson-like in terms of his physical ability on the low block to overwhelm people. Um, and Larry Johnson would step outside and hit the three. Of course, when Johnson went to the NBA and became grandmama, he started almost doing taking nothing but threes. But collegiately, you know, when he was at UNLV, this is a six-four guy who was posting up people and scoring over them with regularity. And Omir gives you some of that. He's not as offensively versatile as Larry Johnson was, um, but he's a dominant, dominant factor. You know, um, but... You know, I think all Clemson basketball conversation right now needs, needs to start with Jack Clark. I I just think that's where this is at. You want to know why Clemson's playing better? Jack Clark. That's why they're playing better. They're playing better because of Jack Clark. Jack Clark gives Clemson uh, an ingredient that they just have not had. And I've been sort of begging for this ingredient. I mean... After the first Miami game, I said, I think that Clemson wins that game if they had had Jack Clark. And of course, there hasn't been Jack Clark until the last few games where he's really started to get in the mix. And again, integrated seamlessly because he was defense and rebound first instead of a guy who was hunting the shot coming in a star offensive player again go back to the Kyrie Irving situation that Mike Krzyzewski had to make a decision on years ago when they're playing in the tournament against Arizona you had quality lead guard play in his absence and the Duke team was playing really well and yet you have a superstar player who returns and you don't know what to do. I mean, it, it's a, it was a bad place for Krzyzewski to be. There was no right or wrong. I did warn then that be aware that uh, I think his presence could disrupt the chemistry that Duke had found in his absence. And it, it did. I mean, Arizona beat him by 50. I mean, it was just a disaster. Uh, but again, that was a hunt-the-shot player. That was a offense-first hunt-the-shot player. That's not Clark. Clark is integrated seamlessly because that's not who he is. He's just, I mean, honestly, you know, we sort of suggested last night might be the time that you start to see a little offense from Jack Clark and, and you did, but that's not why Clark matters. Clark matters because this team had an offensive starting lineup and a defensive bench. And there were no guys who were sort of half and halves. And, and so you know, Brad Brownell has been trying to blend this together, trying to figure out a way to blend all this together, and it's not always easy. It's not always easy. I thought he would have to integrate the young players more, and he did. But my contention was, and and again, I, I mentioned this to Brad a couple weeks ago, that I thought Jack Clark might be the missing link, the guy to actually bridge the gap uh, between the offensive minded players and the defensive minded players and there's no question that's happened there's just no question clark is an enormous difference maker for this team you may not see it you know because he's not a guy who's going to score 20 points that's that's not what he's here for although he's capable of that what he's here for is to be able to guard these 6'8 wing type players that Clemson has not matched up well with. In addition to that, he's an additional big time rebounder who rebounds out of his area. One of Hunter Tyson's great attributes that often went under discussed, undervalued, was his ability to rebound out of his area. Well, Jack Clark gives you that and he gives you that with two inches of additional length. And so he can guard these guys. And you saw him last night. He, You know, there was a time in the post where uh, where he uh, basically defended O'Meara twice. You know, Bill has said, well, he may have fouled him both times. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, he defended Omir twice right under the rim with his length. And again, he's more physically mature than than Wiggins is right now. Listen, Wiggins has all sorts of star power. We come back next year and Wiggins could well be a guy averaging 16, 17 points a game. That could well happen. Starting player, uh, instrumental player, offensive key, uh, without, without question. Somebody's going to have to take up some of that offensive slack next year and he'll be one of the leading candidates. But in the short term right now, Clark is, a, is just a better basketball player. He, he's a better basketball player because Wiggins still has not mastered these other things. He's not mastered the defensive end. He's not as physically mature as Clark is. Clark is a stronger player, and he's nowhere near the rebounder that Clark is. And in you know, and he knows that, and his dad knows it too. I'm not telling them anything they don't know. Those these are areas he needs to get better in. Another year in in, a, in Clemson strength and conditioning program, you might see a different Wiggins next year. But right now, as I've said, Clark is the yin yang to Wiggins. He is the he is the opposite of. Of the things that Wiggins does well, Clark does the other stuff really well. And the other stuff is what Clemson was missing in the starting lineup. He he is the bridge. He is clearly the bridge. He makes an enormous difference on the court. He has changed Clemson's defensive makeup completely. Completely. This is a different... Be- Think about the absurdity of it. You had a guy who was not playing all year because he's injured... And, you know, suddenly he's healthy enough to play and you immediately insert him in the starting lineup. And all of a sudden, guess what? You get better. You don't get worse, you get better. You get better in key spots in big games. And he has been a big part. And Clemson, look, Clemson expected to have him all year. They expected to have Clark all year. What would this team's record be if they had had Clark all year long? would they have lost those games they lost earlier? I don't think so. A lot of those games were competitive. And you just didn't have that piece. And there've been matchup issues late in games. Late in games at times where, you know, you need your offensive lineup on the field and yet your offensive lineup has trouble leveling off, guys. Clark has Clark changes that whole equation. He is very much the missing link of this team. He's the ingredient Clemson did not have, and now they have it. I think that's bad news for everybody else. I think it's bad news. Very bad news. I mean, I when you look at Clemson right now and the way they've played, for example, the way they played at Duke earlier, and you think about that game that got screwed over in that game, that should have been a win. Think about what this team would look like right now had that been a win. Think about where they would be. Think about their road record. They're the best road record. They may have the best road situation in college basketball, anyway. But had they been given the Duke game as they rightly want it, without question, they would be the best road warriors in college basketball. And that was uh, that was ripped from. That was ripped from. That was that was a complete hose job. Um, you know, but I, I just think now this is a different basketball team. This is a team now that has more answers than they had before. More answers. Because, again, you know, some of these previous games, you needed your offensive lineup on the court, your starting lineup, your offensive lineup on the court at the end of games, but at times they had trouble in one-on-one situations leveling guys off. And I think that resulted in some of the, the close losses, too. I just think that has all changed now. Now, look, is some of it tentative? Because... You know there are several players on this team that are dealing with injury situations, including Clark. It's not like Clark is well. Just to be clear, Clark's not well. He's as well as he's going to be. You know, it's, uh, but he's he's fighting through it and he's giving this team what it needs, and he's starting to slowly to integrate offensively. You had a feeling last night that he was a that he was a little bigger part of the offense. Last night, um, you know, I, I on my way in, I heard uh, Ben mention, you know, court spacing and and Clark. I think that's right, too, on the offensive end. And, and you know, look, he's going to pick and choose his places. But I, I also think that he can give you some scoring around the rim that we haven't quite seen yet. But I, I think we will in, in time. In time. This team's in a really great situation right now. Really great. They're playing well. They're headed down the stretch where you want to be playing your best basketball. Clark is back in the is in the lineup and is affecting outcome. Uh, it gives Clemson a different type of overall look in their starting lineup than they had. And and you know one of the issues for for much of the this meat of the season, we'll talk about this. On the other side. I'm late. Uh, running at the mouth. Quick break. Walt Tiptula. Road rage.
4: Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's hear what your dog has to say.
5: As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? That's just my tail. (laughs) Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. (laughs) Nope, that is still my tail.
4: Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Not available in all states.
2: A leg and thigh dinner for just $5.99. A leg and thigh dinner for just $5.99. It's a deal so good it's worth repeating eat and
4: repeat while it lasts. It's bow time.
6: 2024 is the year to get your finances on track. With Founders Federal Credit Union, you can manage debt like a pro. Simplify and possibly reduce your payments by consolidating your high interest debt with a personal loan from Founders. With flexible payment terms and loan amounts, we have a personal loan to fit your needs. Stop by one of our 40 convenient office locations or visit foundersfcu.com slash personal loans to apply for a personal loan today. Membership qualifications required
3: terms and conditions apply. The floors in your kitchen, den, and bedrooms all have an appropriate hardwood, tile, or carpeted surface. As it stands right now, the concrete floors in your garage, patio, or mechanical room are left exposed. At Iron Drive Floor Coatings, we can give those spaces the attention they deserve with the installation of our highly reviewed epoxy coatings. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings our team can finally transform your home's concrete surfaces. Schedule a free quote today at irondrivegaragefloors.com.
6: Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving
1: if you're looking for a utv tractor trailer or tractor attachment visit mahindra of anderson where they guarantee to be any competitor's price and offer the best customer service and quality parts in the upstate mahindra of anderson offers financing and can also quote your trade-in visit mahindraofanderson.com or in person on Dairy road to check out their inventory and talk with one of their knowledgeable and friendly staff members mahindra the number one selling tractor in the
4: world Why choose a Sleep Number smart bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number smart bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your sleep number setting. The Climate 360 smart bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. And now, during our President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed, plus free home delivery when you add any base. Ends Monday. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com.
2: Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
1: Baseball season's almost here, and we have you covered from now until opening day.
5: Kidding? It's not about muscle. It's simple physics. Calculate the velocity V in relation to the trajectory T, in which G, gravity, of course, remains a (laughs) constant.
4: We are the Roar.
2: To the road rage, we are back. Texas said Nigel Pack zero points. Uh, no, he was hurt. but When's the last time that happened? If ever, right? I mean, you know, it, look, Clemson did a number of things better than the first game. One of the things that we talked about that Clemson was going to have to do is they would have to stay with shooters in the second half. Clemson did a much better better job, sticking with shooters. So they were not as vulnerable to the drive and kick stuff. You know, game one, the second half, all second half, it was drive and kick and wide open shooters. Second half of this game last night was not the case. It was not the case. Clemson stuck to shooters. They did exactly what we thought they would need to do going in. And as a result, Miami did not shoot the ball the way they did the first time. Uh, they got a lot of open looks the first time when Clemson tried to help defensively on drives and particularly pack drives. Now, if Pack wasn't as healthy and wasn't as explosive, and I think you can argue that just looking at it, that's probably the case. Um, you know, that also played to Clemson's advantage in that Pack couldn't take advantage of more open driving lanes when Clemson players uh, glued to shooters, uh, and and that's fine with me. I just I'm of the opinion with Nigel Pack that if he in fact is suffering from a knee situation, I don't see how that's getting better the rest of the year. And that's why I think Miami has a problem. I mean, I I, I just if he has I mean, they're on the outside looking in. And so they need him to play every game. They need him to play every game. And, you know, he's not going to play at a high level if he has a knee problem and it's not going to heal without rest and how is he going to get rest when they need to win every game to try and guarantee that they get into the tournament i think see that's why i think miami's sort of in a bad situation and all i know is clemson took care of them last night with a team that was less than healthy so i i think i'm feeling really good about this team I thought they'd play well down the stretch. Before Virginia, I said 8-3. and three. I didn't expect them to lose to Virginia at home. Um, and then after they beat North Carolina, I said, look, I, 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 listen, it's hard. Every one of these games is a challenge. And when you go on the road, it's certainly a challenge. But Clemson's been up to that challenge. And I think they're up to the rest of the schedule. I mean, they're the better team. They're going to be the better team in all these games. And I think given the way this team has played... And the way they have played on the road, both at Duke and at North Carolina, I think when you look at teams you could potentially match up with in the ACC tournament, I don't think you're afraid of any of them. Uh, who would you be afraid of at this point? You know, you, you've you beaten North Carolina in their building. You you really beat Duke in their building. It was ripped from me. It was stolen from me. Everybody knows it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, who would you be afraid of? Uh, nobody right I don't I don't think so I think look I'm of the opinion right now if Clemson plays their best basketball um I think they can beat any of these teams I think the ACC conference tourney is very much in play for this for this basketball team um and I think that's even more true with Jack Clark I just come away from that game last night and and look these are things that we, we've been talking about we've been talking about the need for Clark, that that Clark was that that missing link guy, and last night we got to see it, and obviously, um, and we've seen it recently in these last few games, the impact that he's having uh, rebounding the basketball. Remember, Brad has said for much of the year he's wanted the guards to rebound more. That rebounding had to be a, a team function with this with this particular basketball team. And that hadn't happened to a great degree. That's another reason that Clark helps. But, you know, understand this. When, when Clemson plays P.J. Hall and Ian Shefflin, you have a major advantage inside against most of the teams you're going to play in this league or that you're going to play anywhere. And you have a chance to torture people inside. At the same time, there are matchup issues on the other end at times. You know, if you're playing both PJ and Ian at the same time, at times Ian gets matched up with a guy like Matthew Cleveland, like he did in the last game in in Miami, and Cleveland had 24 points in that game because, you know, Cl- Cleveland's like a true wing, and you know when he faces up and and he can shoot the ball, and Ian's got to go out into sort of unfamiliar guarding position. You know, he's going to win the quickness advantage off the bounce. There's always a trade-off. In basketball, sometimes the trade-offs work for you and sometimes they work against you. And, and sometimes you can have the same matchup in back-to-back games, the outcome be completely different. You know, one time the inside player wins, one time the outside player wins. Um, but that's something that Clemson has had to face. It's that, you know, when you have both of them on the court together, you're uh, dominant offensively in the paint uh, most times. But you surrender something in terms of uh, foot speed and quickness defensively, especially away from the basket. Again, this is where we go to Clark. Clark answers a lot of this stuff. You can change the matchups now because Clark can handle these guys. He can handle them. And he has proven that in – a very short order. Uh, tech, t- people are asking me about Alex. I, I I don't think Alex is returning this year. Um, that's my answer. And I get multiple people asking about that. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, I don't think Alex is returning this year. Uh, you want in six five four seven sixty seven. Texas said uh, last night was sparked by Beetle, A uh, great pass Clark drive the basket three times scored. Beetle aggressive play. Is what uh, Chase lacks. Well, look, I, I've been calling for Beetle, uh for a long time now too. I I think Beetle and Dylan Hunter are integral parts of this basketball team. And you know, remember, Josh started the season slowly. He was coming off uh, an in- serious injury in an accident. Um, and but he has explosiveness. He has first step explosiveness, and he gets to the rim. And he's a lefty, and people don't know how to play lefties. And and basically, Beedle's going downhill almost every time. You know, he'll occasionally fire up a three. He took one last night. Uh, but more or less, he's going downhill every time, and he's athletic and long enough to be a good defender. And Beedle certainly played a role last night without question. But, you know, if you ask me from a factor standpoint, I mean, Clemson obviously shot the ball better from three. Chase shot the ball very well, and very well from three in the second half. Hit a number of big shots, hit key shots. But I just think that Jack Clark is the, is the story. I, I think he's the story. I think he was the story last night. I think he's been the story in the last few games. I think he fundamentally changes who Clemson is. And that, that matters. Uh, he's, he's just a, a difference maker. For a team that needed to find a more versatile guy, a guy capable of playing on both ends, but maybe more than anything else, a, a six ten guy with length who can guard wing positions and play defense in the post. Again, that's guarding multiple positions. But Clemson has not had that guy who could guard these six eight wings and defend them. They just have not had that piece, and it's not hard to understand. You know, again, basketball being a trade off. If you elect to play PJ and Ian, and I don't know why you wouldn't. Because those two guys have been so dominant, PJ's uh you know, a legit candidate for player of the year, and certainly a first team all league guy. Um, but if you elect to play them together, and again I think you have to, um, you are gonna suffer something on the other end in terms of uh in terms of defense away from the basket. You know, Ian is gonna wind up with some defensive matchups that are potentially problematic. He might punish the guy on one side, but he may have some trouble leveling off some of these wing-type players, the Cleveland-type players on the other side. And that's just natural. He, they're, they're different body types. That, you know, and so you know, who wins that type of matchup? Probably both sides eat. Both sides get, get theirs. But again, this is why Clark matters so much because he can step in and he can level off some of these guys. And with his length, he can challenge some of it. I mean, he's like four inches taller than Ian, you know, and, and much longer. So he can challenge some of this stuff with his length. He's a completely different body type. He can level off some of it on the perimeter and recover to the shot and challenge the shots. All the while, you know, dude is rebounding like a fool. And so... Some of the rebounding activity that Clemson needed from the guards, they suddenly... And, you know, sometimes you just don't get. Clemson suddenly doesn't need that as much. Because now Clark is the third rebounder in the mix. And and he's taken up some of that end. So there's just a lot to to like about the way this team is playing. Uh, Texas says, P.J.'s good, but won't win player of the year. R.J. Davis uh, will be for him. No one's saying that R.J. Davis won't win player of the year. But what I am saying is, who was the best player on the court when Clemson played at North Carolina? It wasn't R.J. Davis. And quite actu- actually, R.J. Davis not playing well right now. He's in, a, he's in a slump. So there's still a lot of games to be played. It, it, it's still too early to determine that. But I can tell you this, P.J. Hall is the chief contender for that going down the stretch. The chief contender to R.J. Davis. He will. He, I would be stunned if 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 R.J. Davis gets the most votes for first team All League. I'd be stunned if P.J. does not get the second most votes. So he is still very much in that mix, and there's still a lot of basketball to be played. And North Carolina's not playing well right now. But and like as I indicated, when those two teams last met, Clemson North Carolina in North Carolina, the best player on the court, inarguable, was was P.J. Hall by far. By far. Not even close. Not even close. And and look, I get the the tobacco road favoritism. I get all that. I, I, I get that that's a mountain to climb that that uh, Clemson might not be able to climb. But what if they went out? What if Clemson wins out and North Carolina continues to struggle? How about that? Uh, I just think there's still a lot of basketball to be played. Still a lot of things that can happen. Um, uh, Texas said P.J. didn't play well last night. He was sick. So I already explained that. He was sick. Um, and, uh, and he's played really well of late. Um, and when we say he didn't play well last night, look, uh, Miami thinks so much of him that they basically only guarded him. They sagged and collapsed on him every single time so as not to allow him to touch the ball. But guess what that allowed? That allowed other Clemson players to get off because they had better open shots. So you really can't say he didn't play well. It's Miami focused on denying him and taking him away to such a degree that it opened things up for other players. So that's the reality of that situation. Walter Petula, Road Rage, quick break. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of The Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com.
5: Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASC certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, first Class. Halt, your dealership alternative.
1: Landscaper Supplies, your locally owned source for all your hardware and outdoor needs. They offer the best brands with the best solutions and the best service. Take advantage of their scoop, there it is, mulch made easy program. It's premium quality mulch, soil, stone, or sand delivered right to your home. With locations in Easley, Greer, Seneca, Simpsonville, Anderson, and Greenville. There's a Landscaper Supply near you. A better experience for homeowners and pros alike. Landscaper Supply.
3: Hi, I'm Jake Wilson, and as the owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings, I'm proud of the product we've delivered to our customers for nearly 15 years all over the upstate. If you're considering having your garage floor transformed, check out our five-star Google reviews as well as the gallery of homes we've completed. Don't just take my word for it. See what other homeowners have to say about Iron Drive Floor Coatings. Our website is irondrivegaragefloors.com. Schedule your free quote today, irondrivegaragefloors.com.
6: Start your day right with Wendy's Breakfast Burrito. Loaded with all of the best parts of Wendy's Breakfast Menu. It's a delicious mix of eggs, bacon, breakfast potatoes, and American cheese. All wrapped in a soft tortilla. It's a quick, on-the-go option for your busy mornings. Serve with a dash of Cholula for that extra kick. Wash it down with a sweet, frosty, cream cold brew. Make your morning meal count. Order the Breakfast Burrito on the app for exclusive offers and visit your local Upstate Wendy's for breakfast today. When you wake up well-rested on a great mattress, everything becomes clear.
0: Huh, I do make everything about me.
6: Things you missed when you were tired finally reveal themselves.
1: That meeting could have been an email.
6: It's the President's Day Sale at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets and get a $300 gift toward pillows and more, all with free and fast delivery. The right mattress matters. We'll find yours. Restrictions apply. See store or website for details.
1: How can we get your undivided attention?
3: If you just look over here for two seconds, I'll do anything. I'll watch a foreign film. I'll talk to a man with a ponytail. Get in
1: at 654-ROAR and let us know what you want to talk about. We are the ROAR.
0: tennessee the one place in this world i can get some good to eat i'm hungry for some loving and some fried chicken it goes down greasy finger licking i know just where to go there's this woman i know she shakes it up right and lets it simmer real slow memphis women and fried
2: chicken up to the road rage we we're back. Tester has road road. So are we talking something like mono or something? No, no. Again, nothing that the players had anything to do with. And, and, and I mean, and we're not going to tell you, right? And and what would they all be kissing the same check? You know what I'm saying? That would be good, right? So no, even if you couldn't get yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. It's nothing. Absolutely nothing like nothing like that at all. It's just it, it's like impossible to explain. So, uh, but. Uh, but, yeah, um, Texter says, I'm getting a lot of Clark. Uh, texter text wrote me about Clark offensively. He said he wrote me the other day and said Clark might score 10 to 12 points. I didn't see that, but I 100% believe you. At least I don't think I saw it. But uh, and, and he thinks, you know, you can look for more from Clark offensively moving forward. Yeah, look, I don't think Clark is ever going to be a, a big scorer. But I think he is a guy, another guy who's capable of giving you double-digit scoring and double-digit rebounding. But the defense and the rebounding are what comes first for him, and those are the things that this team needed. And that's why this is not coincidence to me. And, it, it, and it, it's funny because really it goes back, like I said, to that interview with Brad. You can get in, 654767. It goes back to that interview with Brad that I did – you know a couple of weeks ago, I don't I don't remember the exact point. It was like the first game Clark played. And I said to him, I said, So so coach, you know, we talked about I raised this issue of the specter of a team sort of divided, an offensive unit and a defensive unit. And I said, Can Clark be the missing link? And at that point, you know, Clark had just played the one game and played like fifteen minutes. And Brad was like, Oh no, yeah, nah, nah. He's like no nah, i don't i don't i don't want to go there yet you know and, and i and i got it because you know he hadn't played you, you just didn't want to in in his position he didn't want to let himself believe in it as yet because you know fool's gold kind of thing it blows up in your face the, the next the next game now you're you're you know some period of time later and you got a bunch of games now uh under your belt Shiller and and now he's feeling differently about it. Because remember I asked him a week ago, I asked him the same thing. I said, Okay, coach, I'm gonna ask the same question I asked you before. I said, Is Clark the missing link on this team? And now he's like, Yeah, you know, I gotta admit, well, he's you know, he's you know, yeah. And and so that's what we're 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 seeing. That's what we're seeing. Uh, once more the one of the the things that you just don't think about with Clark is he's six ten and he's long and he's athletic. And and those are the ingredients on defense that Clemson did not have. See six ten and that body type can challenge all these six eight wing shooters, and he can also guard the post as he proved with O'Mir last night. You know, uh I heard Ben and Quack and Quack and I talked about this during the break uh talked a little bit about uh the all ACC team and uh Hinsons uh Ben's guy and when I I did that like 2 weeks ago and I came up with the same conclusion although at the time I had Beekman on my first team because you know Virginia was head of Pittsburgh and Virginia was rolling and and Beekman was sort of their all everything including you know probably the best defensive player in the league he and Dunn, both those guys on that team, um, but I think given that Pitt went to Virginia and won, you can now insert uh, Ben's guy into that into that lineup. And again, Hinson's the guy with the old man game. You know, he's the six eight two hundred and whatever he is, 6'7", 235, whatever he is who who can back you down and and play half court basketball and play the old man's game and he plays it really effectively. He's a hard matchup, you know, and and um and they've changed it up a little bit. They're going four guards and and uh and him. Um which has really sort of worked for them. But you know, my view this isn't a a football team where if you're putting together an all league football team you have to have a quarterback obviously you know you can't put three running backs you have to have a you have to have a quarterback but since you don't play games right i don't see why you wouldn't just take the five best players without regard for position because why would you you know just to my way of thinking i mean from a voting standpoint we don't even know who they're voting for yet but from a voting standpoint, right, why would you screw over a better player in favor of a lesser player because you can label him a guard? It's We're not playing a game. If you were playing a game against some other league's all-league team, then you'd need a couple guards. But you're not. And I don't think you can make a case for another guard other than Davis. Uh, you may be able to make a case, but I don't think the case is strong enough. Because let me put it this way, all right? Think about this. Forget the positional element of it for a second. Just think about how you would be screwing over a better player for a lesser player and then consider this. If you did not consider seniority, all right, if you did not let that be part of your consideration and you wanted to draft the players in this league, again, don't worry about, With no regard for whether, you know, player A has two extra years over player B. Because obviously, if you're thinking about the future, you take player A if he has two more years. But that has nothing to do with picking an all-league team. So without regard for that, if we were drafting them for this individual season, if we were just drafting players, what player are you drafting first? See, I think the answer is Hall. I think he's the player you draft first. I think R.J. Davis might be the player you draft second. But here's here's where I think it gets interesting. Because I think you draft Filipowski no later than third. And would I be shocked if a lot of people around this league drafted him first? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked at all. In fact, I almost expect it. So... You know, and I asked Kwok that question that way. And, you know, he said, yeah, I got to admit, probably I would take Filipowski certainly in those top three. Right. And, and and so I think when you look at it from that perspective, I think you have to have Filipowski on the first team. I, I don't think he's been great, but I still think any way you cut it, if you're drafting the best players from this team, from this league, to win right now, at worst, he's your third pick. I think. I also think Omir 100% has to be on the first team. I think he has to be on the first team. I just think he's played that way. So apologies to Baycott, who just hasn't been consistent enough to garner first-team attention in my mind. But So what I'm sort of saying is, I think you have to go with Davis. I think you have to go with Hall, Filipowski, and Omir. Because those are, other than Davis, those are the three most impactful players in the league to me. And they're the, and that's how you would draft them. That's how you would draft them. And then beyond that, I think that you're looking at Hinson from Pitt and Beekman from Virginia. And as I said, I, you know, going into the Virginia-Pitt game, I would have had Beekman. But coming out of it, I would go with Ben's guy, Hinson. Uh Pitt went to Virginia and won. I just think that matters. And won convincingly. So, as of now, my team would be, as of right this moment, my team would be Davis and Henson And uh, the rest are all basemen. All baseline players again. P.J. Hall, Omer, uh, and Filipowski. I, I, I just think you, I think you'd be doing any of those big guys a disservice by by putting some lesser player in front of them to fill a positional alleged positional need on a team that's never going to play a game. That's just for rewarding the best players, right? If you're going to reward the best players, then I think you have to have all three of those baseline players on it. And there may be people who even want to argue for Baycott. I I don't think you can argue for Baycott because I think Baycott's played pretty well in the big games, but he has just disappeared in too many of the other games. So I think it's those six guys, and I think you could debate Hinson and Beekman, but I'm inclined to uh, to again go with uh, Ben's guy and Hanson at, at this stage, and that would be my that would be my lineup. I think Omir has to be on that team. I think that that Davis and Hall, Davis and Hall are the first two picks. You can pick them any way you want. Again, if you're holding a draft, you're taking Hall. If 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 you're drafting the players of this league, you're you're picking Hall. But if you want to make a case that Davis has been, you know, more consistent over the course of the year, you might be able to make that case. I, I, like I said, I'm fine with Davis being player of the year as long as Hall's too. Um and I think Hall still has a strong case again because when those two teams played, he was the best player on the court. When they last played, he was the best player on the court. Um and there's still a lot of games left to be played. We'll see how it we'll see how it works moving forward. We'll see how it works moving forward, um, because there's still plenty of games to to alter that the situation that we have right now. But I think when I think it has to come down in my mind to those six guys, however you want to cut it, and and personally, uh, I believe that you sort of have to have those three big guys on this team because I I just I can't see putting a lesser player on the team. Clemson has NC State uh this weekend. Obviously a big game. I'm off tomorrow, so you want to talk about any of this, you have to get me you have to get me now, um if you want to get in on it. Uh you know, the, the N C State thing, uh, you know, this is a is a somewhat different looking N C State team. Uh you know, and, and and everything can change in a minute in basketball and And Clemson needs to keep playing with aggressiveness and the type of of focus that they've displayed recently. Uh, And Part of that is seeing the ball go in, and part of that is having Clark uh, back and all that stuff. But just in terms of, like, recent history, Clemson has owned NC State. Absolutely owned them. I mean, Clemson has beaten... Brad Brownell has beaten NC State six straight times. Six! And obviously last year's three were all total Tap City blowout games. So, you know, obviously this is a matchup that has heavily favored Clemson in the last couple of seasons. Um, Yeah, we'll see if that's still the case. But my expectation is uh, object in motion stays in motion. I I think this basketball team is playing really well. Um, I've said before, I think they're just playing for seating after the North Carolina game. Bill has said the same thing. Uh, during the broadcast uh, the other day. um so I think that's I think that's the case. I mean, I, I heard somebody late last night talking about four, and we talked about a four yesterday, and I wrote that notion. I, I think that's where Clemson's gonna be. When this thing finally shapes up, I think Clemson is gonna be at worst, a four seed. and that's where you want to start. You know, you want your worst case scenario to be a four thirteen game to start the tournament. And even though Clemson's actually fared fairly well in tournament history, starting out of the five spot, um, I, I think you'd rather avoid that spot. <laughs> just, just the whole history of this journey in the five twelve. Let's get four thirteen and go from there. Uh, hey, let me tell you about uh, Joe's New York Pizza. Look, it's incredible. Central location, 302 East Main Street in Central. You can build your own salad bar. How about this? 10 inch personal sized pizzas. Incredible. Uh, so get in for your personal sized pizza. Daily lunch specials. Then there's the take and bake. You know, I love this idea because they make the pizza to your specs and you take it home and bake it in your own oven. So it's totally fresh and new, just like it came out of the oven. So if you want to bring it home, instead of, I don't know, traveling 20 minutes and having your pizza get cold and, you know, and that type of thing, just bring the made pizza home, throw it in your oven when you want to eat it. How about that? Wednesday, half-price take-and-bake on any pizza, amazing gluten-free cut crust available, house lager, $3 pints all day, every day, served in frozen pint glasses, incredible wine selection. Go through the Joe's New York Pizza website to schedule delivery online. That website is joesnewyorkpizzaupstate.com. Let me rephrase that. It's Joe's N.Y. Pizza upstate.com Joe's NY PizzaUpdate.com. Dining, takeout, Tuesday to Sunday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. and New York style served with a Southern smile. You'll love it. You'll thank me later. Quick break. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville,
1: Anderson. AM 1560, Cowpens. 97.5, Spartanburg.
4: We are the Roar. Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's see what your dog has to say.
5: As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? (laughs) That's just my tail. (laughs) Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted.
4: <laughs> nope, that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Not available in all states.
6: yard Cycles offers wholesale pricing on Harleys, Customs, metric cruisers, and off-road vehicles. Buy local from a local with the best prices, quality parts, service, and shop a selection that rivals the big city shops. Paul and his crew are here to answer your questions about parts, service, buying or trading. Whether it's your first motorcycle experience or your 10th, a daily driver or weekend cruiser, visit online at BoneyardCyclesOnline.net or shop Boneyard Cycles in person at 507 Pyramonderry
4: Road in Anderson. Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's hear what your dog has to say.
5: As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policies. <laughs> oh, what is that? <laughs> That's just my tail. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... <laughs> There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. (laughs) Nope, that is still my tail.
4: Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Not available in all states.
6: New year, new you. You've been thinking about it. I know, because I was there, too. I thought about it for years, and then I did it. And within a few weeks, dropped some big...